All right. Fine. So I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. Folks, it's been another week. Another week of hell. Uh, if you were listening into our pre... Uh, our little warm-up act. Pre-title yeah. <laughs> <laughs> conversation. Um, Brooklyn has been a little bit of a shit show this week. Uh, there was a nail salon on Flatbush and Nostrand. I think it's called like the New Apple Nail Salon or something like that. Um, where an incident happened this past Friday... August 3rd, 2018, where uh, two black women were um, getting services done at a uh, Asian-run uh, nail salon. Uh, that in and of itself is nothing strange because common staples within uh, the Brooklyn uh, the Brooklyn landscape. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, one of the workers there messed up the eyebrows of uh, one of the customers and the customer rightly so said I'm, I'm not going to pay for this and eventually they brought out the manager and the manager was like fine but you did get a pedicure so you we want you to pay for that and then apparently this turned into a point of outrage and a physical altercation broke out the thing is, uh, at the point that we pick up on the uh, cell phone video that was released on Facebook and Twitter, um, we see the workers in this uh, establishment hitting these two black women. One is a grandmother. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and they're hitting both of them with broomsticks, tugging on their clothes like... Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was, it looked like a fuck. like when I saw the video, mm -hmm. I was like, this looks like fucking riot. Yeah, it's um, like it, it just seemed like chaos. It was know? a full on skirmish. And it's yeah. like, from what I understand, at some point, uh, I think before that fight broke out, the manager uh, asked one of the workers to stand by the door so that the women couldn't leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of noticed that. And I just, I, one, I, I'm not quite sure how legal that is because that. It's not. What are they going to do? Kidnap them? Right. Yeah. It's like you can't hold somebody against their will. I mean,. If you have video cameras uh, in the establishment, as as later it turned out they did, um, these people they they probably live in the na neighborhood. This these people can't be identified. Um, so this broke out in a skirmish, and these but these workers were hitting these two women with broomsticks and throwing acetone in their face. Like that is. That is way too far, and it's so unbelievably dangerous and disrespectful. Um, anywho, um, in since that time, it's spread across social media like wildfire. And me personally, it just it just outraged me that this level of um, disregard for for a, a person's physical well being, like. Where you would where you would attack them this way, it's just it's just a no go, and I feel like it's indicative of a certain amount of disregard that is pointed toward the black community, um, especially in in urban centers like New York and any other place where large cities are. Um, but it's also a point of contention for me because it's like it's a minority group against another minority group, and it and that's it, what hurts. It, that's what hurts a lot. But we also have to realize that. 
that sort of action also helps to prop up white supremacy yeah. because it because it drives a stake through communities that don't control the larger landscape uh, political or financial of the United States but are just struggling to survive and are pitted against each other very often so yeah it's like it just shows that you know that uh, white supremacy has uh, once again poisoned the Kool-Aid mm. and uh, and made people drink it you know some people who are you know not educated who are ignorant can fall prey to just being like oh black people will just run out on you and they're just like we have to demonize them blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it really it it yeah i i hate seeing shit like that but then it's just it's true in every in within every spectrum of uh the races so to speak yeah for you know sure. um uh, the things that happen with uh with the uh, black community within, well, the Afro-Latin community, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's huge, like, there, there's a racist element there. I mean, like, I know a, a while back in another show, we were, like, laughing about Sábado Gigante and shit like that. But, mm-hmm. like, Sábado Gigante, you know, has had a long, like... I'm pretty certain, like, I've seen, like, a few racist jokes, people in blackface... Oh, my goodness. On that of fucking course. show. Of course. Oh my so, um, you know, the Latin community is not safe from that. It's like it's always going to be like the people with darker skin, with more melanin in mm-hmm. their, you know, in their bodies and their, you know, in their genetic makeup are just going to be ostracized. It's well entrenched. It's well entrenched within uh, the Afro Latino community. Um Fortunately, there is a movement that has been around for a little, for a few years now that is growing and growing where um, Afro-Latinos and hopefully the the culture at large are learning and embracing their roots far more and realizing, holy crap, you know, we're black too. And we have, we have a rich history that we've denied for so long and we're, we're done denying it. We're going to embrace, we're going to embrace as opposed to whatever multitudes of horseshit have come out in terms of like, Oh, you know, you have one, you have one Spaniard relative, like way in the back. I know, right? Like we treasure that above all else. You've got that, those drops of Spaniard blood. It's just like, do you know what the Spaniards did back in the day? I I mean, like I found out that I had like Spaniard, you know, my, my, um, my sister did a DNA test and she has like, um, uh, you know, it's found that we have like some ancestry with the Spaniards, right? Well, and I was just like, uh, I mean, colonizers. I, I mean, considering, uh, yeah, the amount of rape that was going around. Well, exactly. Right? I mean, it was just. I'm not even going to say a yeah, joke about that. I yeah, I don't, like, don't want to pull a James Gunn here, but yeah. Jeez, um, <laughs> for the to, third time in a row, you're just, bringing that shit. <laughs> sorry, I just left that one in. I couldn't help it. Folks, I just read like all of his tweets and stuff like that. And it's, they're bad. Like I said, they're it's, bad. It's, it's really bad. It's way worse than I thought. Yeah. But um, yeah, but in terms of like Spanish history, like there's bound to be some of that in most uh, Latin American people's blood as there is, you know, any other European country in an African-American's lineage here in the continental United States because it is just... It was just part of the of what happened. Then it was like tons and tons of violation. 
But anyway, uh, the the Afro Latino community is is waking up and is starting to embrace um, this other part of them that I feel will only help to enrich the culture and hopefully create some level of unification that we haven't seen probably since like the days of Simon Bolivar, you know, yeah. where he was. Uh, yes, you know, fucking awesome. Yeah, name man. like. I've been waiting for a good chance for like one of us to say that name. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> unite the the Latin countries. Oh, could you unite them all? Can you imagine that? Oh my god, oh my yes. God. If only that could be. Um, but yeah, I mean that that shit that I that I saw that day was was like that video was rough. I mean, I I've like the thing is that like I. And I hate to say it because it makes me sound like I'm burying my head in the sand, but it's like social media lately is like, it feels like it's torture mm-hmm. now because every time I turn it on, because I have, I'm, have, I'm linked to so many like, uh, like progressive sites and there's always videos of like, um, horrible shit going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, I just saw this video from, um, the website La Raza Unida. Okay. And um, it was showed like some Mexican construction workers, you know, going to do their job about their going about their business of like waiting for uh, their their coordinator, the project coordinator to show up. And this lady just like comes in, calls them wetbacks, throws coffee in the faces of one of them and just like storms away. And, um, you know, that really pissed me off. But then I saw... I saw another video of uh, which actually brought some joy into my life. And I suggest you watch it mm. of um, it's another, uh, you know, uh, cookout Becky kind of situation. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this lady who gets uh, around. <laughs> yeah. This Trumper who was like, I don't know if she's a Trumper, whatever. She was an asshole. Um, but she was like in the face of some of these protesters. I, I bet good money that she yeah, was. Like. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and you know, she's like this, you know, uh, little white lady and she's like, um, she's yelling at these protesters and this woman that's holding up a protest sign, you know, mm-hmm. and she tries to yank the poster away <laughs> and the lady just, the lady holding the the poster yanks it away, cocks her arm back, and just like Falco punch <laughs> right in her face. She gave her a nice two piece. I've yeah. seen that video. And yeah. then the lady runs away qu- crying to a cop. She's like, I don't know why they hit me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and it's just it's just I just wish I could make that. That sound of the punch actually landing oh. my ringtone. Oh. Because it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be anti-feminist. I'm not trying to be this or that. Um, I just think that uh, that's the correct response to any um, use of physical force by racist bigots. Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I hear you precisely man it's yeah. like this this lady thought that her privilege was going to protect her yeah, she thought, as a white woman you know? i'm a white woman and i'm gonna take this side and in her mind she was just like i'm being a patriot and it's just like no you're being an asshole yeah. and you thankfully you got some instant karma there yeah it's like you got an education in like don't 
trespass exactly into other people's personal space there you go it's like your shit will get rocked as a matter of fact you're probably a better person now yeah because the next time because you'll probably think of doing this again lady and i'm sure you're listening to us (laughs) (laughs) but i you're probably going to think about doing it again but no matter how hard you try no matter if you build up the gall to actually do it again you will always for the rest of your days have just a little moment of pause mm-hmm. because you know that there's a possible repercussion yeah and you'll you're never about to get kicked in your chest yeah. <laughs> and you'll never get rid of that that's the thing it will always be with you have you ever seen that that episode of the boondocks where um uh what's his name stink meaner have you ever seen the Boondocks? Yeah, I've seen the Boondocks. Yeah, have you seen that episode where Stink Meaner um, possesses the body of that uh, the, the lawyer on the show? Yes. Oh, and, my God. And, it, 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 like, he parks, like, all fucked up. And the guy comes up. He's like, you just scratched my car. And he turns around <laughs> and just drop kicks him <laughs> in his chest. And he's like, you just got kicked in your chest. <laughs> I mean, but he he went into the air and just, just both yeah. feet just matrix him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that show so fucking much. That was First so two seasons good. are it's just the stuff of legend. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah. Great, great show. Yeah. Man, there were fight sequences in that show that they lifted from like anime sequences of uh I think like Naruto and stuff like that. Oh, or, really? Or other such fights. Like they've done on social media, they've done like side by sides of like the fight in the episode and then the fight in the anime. And it's just like, it's basically like frame for frame. Yeah. It's like, everybody steals from everybody in anime because I saw uh, Naruto. Um, is it Naruto or Naruto? Probably Naruto. Okay. It was a, it was a scene from Naruto where they directly lifted from the Cowboy Bebop movie, oh. like a fight scene where Spike Spiegel fights that guy uh, Vincent Villaggio uh-huh. uh, on the uh, on the Eiffel Tower. I'm so nerdy. Oh hear that? God, oh, yeah. that was a good fucking film. Yeah, that was a great fight. Um, yeah, I, I, I yeah, that's God. I love anime. Yeah. Anyway, oh God, I'm so glad. You know, folks, here's a little window into our personal lives. Um, Pablo here uh, managed to, you know, pull through and 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 get into the uh, virtual queue and get his Comic Con tickets. But he also, to my surprise, brought tickets to Anime Fest, which is a which is a con within a con, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. 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 So I don't even know what happens at Anime Fest and why we would need a ticket for it, but I'm excited. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna beg out. Um, we're gonna get a little frisky with some tentacle monsters in there. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! No, that's not what I. It's about to be Legend of the Overfiend in this oh. case. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, you know, you got to try new things in life. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, uh, no, I have no idea where we're going to follow up with this. Um, Stephen Miller. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stephen Miller. Speaking of tentacle monsters. Oh, man. So if you thought all the policy that has been laid out by this administration is just a matter of strict immig- immigration reform and 
and curbing the influx of immigrants into this country. Yes, again. Um, and for those of you who know better, this is no surprise to you. Stephen Miller is proposing to make it even to make it difficult for legal immigrants in this country. Those who, according to you know uh, white hegemony, you know did it the right way. You oh know, put their application in, waited, went through all the you know processes that they needed to, and then made it into this country. And they work, and they pay taxes, and they're like every other American citizen. Except, yeah, they just trying to carve out a fucking living. Exactly. But except without that one, uh, whatever, uh, uh, arbitrary qualifier that they're not technically American citizens. But that's a choice that somebody who has gone through all the paperwork is supposed to have if at some point they want to, you know, uh, take the test and, and become full citizens. Uh, thus endowing them with the right to vote and other um, certain benefits of being an American citizen. So Stephen Miller is is saying, it's like, well, perhaps uh, we should d- start disqualifying some of these people if they've ever been on welfare, if they've ever, and, and other like minor, <laughs> other minor things that American citizens who are born in this country will never have to face. It's specifically targeting legal immigrants and trying to put disqualifiers on them. Folks, this is about racism. This is it has nothing no, yeah, to do. This has nothing to do with immigration. And if that ghoul gets his way, like this is the first step to like true mass deportations. Like yeah. if you if you permanently rendered a certain uh, segment of the population like un unattainable for full citizenship it's like you can do so much more to them it starts it's like slowly reversing the rules yeah no no no. i absolutely agree this this piece of shit has had a long history of uh of just blatant racism like if you look from his high school days. yeah have you have you seen like his videos of like when he was like in college or whatever Mm -hmm. or in high school he was doing some kind of like speech Mm -hmm. and he was talking about like how you know, we need to take these people out of like this country. They're poisoning this country. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm paraphrasing his racist, bigoty, fucking. You're probably bullshit. Da- you're probably downplaying it the way you're saying. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you know, I don't speak fucking like douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, like every time, like I hear about like people. You know, uh, attacking either Stephen Miller or Kristen Nielsen Mm -hmm. in public where they're like they protest at them like in person. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, that's 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 what happens. And as like, you know, a lot of like progressives might disagree with me uh, and think that we should have more like a more. like a, a more cordial sense of protest or whatever. But Fuck I'm just like, we're way past that. We're way past that. We're living in fucking Trump times. And like, we've fucking had it. Like, we're that to our wit's end. Like, ever, like you know, I, I hear people talk joking about the guillotines and when the revolution comes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm pro-violence, but I don't like block those jokes i i kind of absorb them and you know what my life is fine 
Um, I'm certainly a fan of the of public gallows. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the tolerant left? You know, just just bring in truck after truck of lemon meringue pie and just let us like pie them to like death. You know, a delicious ending. Yeah, that they don't even deserve. You know. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, uh, Stephen Miller is, you know, after after all the shit I've heard about it and seeing that fucking weasel speak. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, that dude has a Nazi uniform in his. Yeah, closet. he's you got just, he's got something. Something's going on with that guy. You know, like he wears that shit around the house. But that, uh, he's also another symptom of this of this kind of weird fog that we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. Trump makes the news for all this fucking buffoonery, and then uh, Stephen Miller comes in and secretly behind everybody's backs, it like brings in all these plans of like trying to kick out legal immigrants and and um, and he's just he's I'm paraphrasing Trevor Noah he's living his best Nazi life oh. you know just like Jeff Sessions you know all these guys let's not stop paying attention to trump's like clown show circus and actually start paying attention to what john bolton is doing what fucking um what uh stephen miller is doing Mm. um and you know what all these other like garbage like what's betsy devos is doing betsy devos jeez i feel like we should talk about her more but I, I don't have a lot of the facts with me right now about what, how, what she's doing to like gut the public schooling system and to like implement more her like you know charter schools. I'm just glad her yacht is gone. She, <laughs> and that's not even the she owns like eight yeah, yachts. Uh, it's disgusting. Like I, I'm I'm sorry. I I totally agree with with a lot of the more extreme leftists that like something needs to be done like we need to take these people's like money away we need to freeze in our accounts we need to take money out of politics oh without question yeah. without question that would that would revolutionize the whole process and actually get us i was going to say get us back to um the purity of it but i don't know if it was ever pure it would at least get us to a different place where we can actually see candidates for who they are um, rather than how much they spend and purport themselves to be. Right. Uh, Betsy Devos. Jeez. What a piece of crap. Eight yachts. Something like that. It's some big number. Yeah, no, I know she has more than one. It's like, you have more than one yacht. Why? Yeah. If you have more than one, if you have a yacht, fuck you. (laughs) Um, You know, I've just, you know, I've just alienated the, our listeners who own yachts. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. The the uh, the yacht division yeah, the of, yacht. Our, <laughs> yeah. of our listening group. <laughs> we're, we're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> it's, it's like, if there's anything I enjoy with my millions and millions of dollars <laughs> is listening to public radio. <laughs> Especially streaming radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> what? They're talking about me and my yacht? Wrong. Oh. <laughs> and they crash into a fucking island. <laughs> Three-hour tour. Wow, I'm fucking old. Oh, Made a man. Gilligan's reference. Nice. 
Yeah, but it's a zombified Gilligan's Island. Oh, so, that's nice. You know, that'd be. I mean, maybe. whoa, Skipper, what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Little buddy. <laughs> oh, I just hate your face. I'm sorry, little buddy. This <laughs> is like eats him back. Oh. Somebody give us a skit show. Seriously, yeah, like we we have so many ideas. Yeah, you know. Let, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to like. We're talking about serious stuff, but I have to ask. Um. Zombie ginger, smash or pass? <laughs> smash. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gunning Island. Yeah, whatever. The thing is, she'd be a southern zombie, so she'd still be polite. Yeah, know? she'd be very nice. She'd be like, sugar? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, isn't that uh, Marianne? Marianne's a southern one. She's the movie star. Wait, Marianne is the movie star who's southern? No, Marianne's the quote-unquote girl next door who was southern who had the pigtails okay so uh, ginger was the movie star oh with okay the, with the sequin dress ah uh, yes okay eh, still yeah i yeah. stand by my statement yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. folks wow, now um, i know how you stand on marianne too Folks, this is probably one of the most sexist segments that we've ever uh, done on uh, Robots vs. Sexes. And we just want to let you know that this is complete bullshit. Yes, of course. It's like, we're Be never going to fuck a zombie. <laughs> oh, my God. How ridiculous does that sound? I don't think that's sexist at all. All right, folks. <clears throat> I just know someday this is going to get me fired from a movie. I don't know, probably. That's oh, my no. second James Gunn dig oh. in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They accepted his um, his script, by the way. They're going to do his script for Guardians 3. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Who are they going to get to direct it? I have no idea. Huh. They, they're going to probably go with Taika Waititi. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Okay. His name is so fun to say. It is. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're probably going to uh, get him to do it. They're getting... They're, um, he's doing a, a movie about uh, Hitler right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shit. Some <laughs> crazy-ass movie where... Uh, I don't know. It it's a fucking. It's making fun of Nazis, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Thank goodness. Especially when that rally in Charlottesville is looming. You know, it's this weekend, right? I think so. The, the unite the right horseshit. Where last year, um, uh, God rest her soul, Helen Hare. Yeah. Um, Heather Heyer. Heather Heyer. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. But, um, she gave her life uh, for for the cause, and these. I can't believe these pieces of crap are being allowed to gather. Yeah, of course. Again, this is what sh this is shows where our country is. Like, oh, in Portland, like same shit. Like fucking um, a bunch of fucking proud boys. That's what they're calling themselves. Proud now. boys, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, proud boys. Uh. Um, these fucking incel pieces of shit. Uh, they uh, marched uh, in protest of Nia Wilson. Uh, and a bunch of uh, 
or they they were just marching. I know Nia Wilson was a was a point of of their argument or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but uh, God rest her soul, by the way. Uh, but they were met with counter protesters. Good. Like, like uh, just an, a mass of counter protesters. Yes. And anti fascists. And guess who the cops were protecting? Oh my God! That like they always do. <laughs> Fucking flashbang grenades on the counter protesters. Wow. Yeah, because that's where we're at now. We have fucking, you know. Dude, you also, you have to watch, like, um, Sasha Baron Cohen's new series. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, does, yeah. He really, does he really, like, go in on it's, these unsuspecting uh, racists, I assume? Yeah, it's, um, it is wild. Like, like I, for a while, I was thinking like, oh, what's how's Sasha Baron Cohen gonna top himself? I feel like he's done everything under the sun, right? Like he he can't like his his he's he's done, you know. <laughs> and then he comes with this, and it's oh my god, dude! You have to watch this. I, you know, I never thought somebody who can make me feel so uncomfortable could be so. Uh, could do these things so right like when i used to, when i when we went to go see borat like yeah. that was with that weird double feature that, that we was did? Uh, folks uh years ago <laughs> back in 2006 yeah oh yeah i know right? years ago shit yeah um we first part of the evening we went to go see uh the fountain with hugh jackman and rachel weiss yeah and I was just coming off of a horrible breakup. Yes. Oh, so, man, that was rough. So my buddy Pablo here and his then girlfriend, were you guys even dating? No, you guys didn't even start. Uh, I don't think we were. No, dating. no, actually no, you we did. Were, yeah, we yeah were you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So uh, they had to basically pour me out of the theater because I was just liquid Ernesto. Yeah. And then later that very same evening, we went and saw Borat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the weirdest double feature. It's like heartbreaking, mind-bending bro- mind romance followed by fucking Borat, you know? I just, like, I didn't know how to feel by the end of the night. It was it was crazy. But Bor- but Sacha Baron Cohen, Cohen is, like, he's so good at immersing himself in these characters, so much so that he loses himself and nobody is able to, like, catch on. Like, he's, he's so committed <laughs> These people in in that movie just didn't they didn't look at him and go oh this this is a guy playing a character they were like no this this is a guy this is a guy yeah <laughs> and that dude the the exact same thing happens in uh, who is America oh, which is his new show um, yeah I mean by the way you know uh, when we went to see the fountain yes she was my I was dating her and she was my girlfriend at the time okay but now she's my wife sorry <laughs> I nice. had to do it nice he better send you a check yeah. that was that was well that was very smooth that was very smooth <laughs> just please I, don't don't put on the Borat Speedo just don't no, do that no. <laughs> what the slingshot speedo? yeah don't just, I don't, don't know man we ever get to can <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> oh man um all right we've reached the uh halfway mark here oh well that means that we have to remind the folks that i'm ernesto mancipo and i'm pablo morale martinez and together we are robots, robots versus, versus taxes on radio free brooklyn yes all of right course. let's have some fun yeah so i <laughs> i saw this hideous article of um 
this article published on vulture.com where they were talking about um, uh, is Thanos sexy? <laughs> Would people have sex with Thanos? And a surprising amount of people said yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Well, did, oh, my God, you guys. Did you see his arms? I mean, that dude obviously takes care of himself. Yeah, but, I mean, we don't know what he's fucking packing. Like, he could be packing, like, uh, like people always assume that they, oh, he's a humanoid alien. He must have a fucking ginormous purple dick, right? What if he doesn't? Like, they, I feel like they addressed this on an episode of fucking that horrible cartoon show called Drawn Together. <laughs> where, I don't know. I, I think, love that I show. Think, yeah, I th- it was terrible, man. <laughs> but it was so yeah. good. But there was this, there was this moment where the Superman character, Captain Hero or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. he was about to have sex with this alien, this, you know, this alien lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and she takes off. Uh, her, you know, her clothes, and it's like, you know, where her boobs are, it's two fucking plant-like mouths, <laughs> and her vagina has, like, weird tentacles that have spikes on them. <laughs> and I'm just like, what if, the, like, everybody assumes that this dude's got, like, a dick, but it's not, it's probably not that it's probably like he probably doesn't even have an ass. What if he has a million asses, just like his chin? Or what if he has no ass and his chin's an ass? Where he shits. Listen, you got to be open in life. Otherwise, you're oh gonna you're, you're gonna miss possible opportunity. Look, just <laughs> gonna miss possible opportunity. Like just because, like just <laughs> just because he doesn't have the same anatomical parts. Doesn't mean that there isn't some level of compatibility. Oh my god! I mean, they, this is coming from you. You would fuck a robot, and you've gone on record as saying that. You shut up. You you shut your mouth. You wanted a piece. You shut up of that robot in Solo, a Star Wars story. Look, man, who what, wouldn't? What, what was her name? Uh, um, her name was Fuckbot. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> Because that's what you were saying in the theater. Just because she, just because she, God damn, man. Just because, you're making me look terrible on this episode. Just because she swayed her hips while she walked around. I don't know, man. Well, leading the feminist resistance and you know, of robot kind, kind of got me going. You're like, oh man, I'd love to, you know, upload to her server. Yeah. All these like. <laughs> Tech puns, you know. Ah, uh, wetware. Ah, So, let me show you my RAM. Oh, man. All right, so. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh, man. I just. <laughs> I just can't with myself lately. It's the heat. It's the heat. Yeah, it's, it's making us yeah, crazy. It's making us fucking nuts. Um, I can't believe there's a fucking tornado warning in the Bronx. Oh my God! Yesterday, folks, the the thunder and the lightning were coming through. Like you know, somebody was trying to ward off uh, Thanos's army yeah. on the fields of Wakanda. Like it uh, was Thor was beaten off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's right. 
Oh, that's right. You're the Valkyrie. <laughs> You're the Valkyrie. <laughs> Mjolnir. You know, he still calls out the, <laughs> the his old his Amher's old Amher's name. Oh, jeez. And then Stormbreaker's like, "Who's Mjolnir?" You know. Oh, no. wow. That that got awkward real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he has sex with his hammer. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to be subtle. Uh, I bet I bet the hammer will come back in um, Avengers Four somehow. You think? So? Oh, that's right. That's right. The time travel aspect. Time travel or alternate dimension aspect. You yeah. Know? So I have a feeling that that we are, folks, we are, we're probably going to fall into Infinity War a lot over the next few few episodes because they just released. As if we haven't been already. As if we haven't been already, because <laughs> um, they just released it on digital and we've been sort of marathoning it by ourselves, you know, over and just over separately. again. Separately. Just shamelessly just watching it twice three four times a day like have we no shame none none, none at all none. so um so when before the movie was released the directors were saying that the deaths that happen in infinity war are are actual deaths so there were very strong implications <laughs> to them. it's bullshit but you know what I'm thinking? What if what if they actually mean that the heroes that we saw in our universe um, ash away, or a term that I heard on the internet that I kind of like, the snapture? No, oh, you know. <laughs> but I'm what? sorry, but that's one of those words. That's one of those words that like it's cool at first, and then it it just overstays its welcome like overnight, <laughs> like fantabulous. Like it's. The fantabulous snapshot. You hear that? It sounds nice, but like, say it a few times. You'll want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if these deaths were actually like permanent, and the heroes come back by pulling heroes from other dimensions? Ah, oh, they're Rick and Mortying it. Yeah, huh? Fuck. you know, like, what if Thanos just loses his shit and he starts just destroying other realities and? only a few heroes escape from those realities into our reality, you know? Well, I don't know. That might be too... I don't know. That that might be too heavy a concept for a Maybe. Disney movie to, That's true. That's to true. be laying down. Disney, who at this point just printing its money. Oh, They could take over at any time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All hell and mouse. Fuck. Better than what we have now. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh my god, I don't know about that because like that pres- that's another flavor of evil, right? Like we don't know what happens in what's the, what's that town that they own? They own a town. Ta- Disney owns a town. It's called Celebration, Florida. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Really? Yeah, and uh, I don't think cameras are allowed in there. Um. I don't it, it's like fucking I, I have no idea it's this weird like little slice of reality um, that exists there I'm totally that's pick- a real place and is it is it at like a town where just regular people go or like live or yeah I mean people who are really obsessed with Disney so it's a Disney themed town I think so I, I only assume that it kind of looks like uh, the town in Edward Scissorhands wow Remember that town? Yes. Yeah. I, I was imagining like a Disney version of Westworld. Oh, fuck. You know, where like the opening theme is just like 
a, a, a cyborg Mickey being made, like pulled out of the vat of oh, white, boy. you know. <laughs> Ha 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 Crazy. So I can't believe that this town exists. Now I'm curious. Like, do they shoot people who try to like break into the town? Snipers on every corner. Shit. (laughs) But it's really cute because the the little lasers are in the shape of the Mickey Mouse. Oh, isn't that sweet? (laughs) That the the puff of wind that comes out of like the exhaust port of like the fucking you know when the bullet comes out. It's like, huh? (laughs) Oh. Wow. That is a dark death. That is dark. Yeah. The last thing you hear. Yeah. (laughs) And you just drop to the floor like a fucking bag of apples. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What else can we talk about? What else are we going to talk about? In the pop world. In the pop culture world. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Could be anything. It could be anything. Um... I I watched a movie yesterday okay. ca- called Cargo Space is Cold. It's a yeah, it's a tough title. That is a that's a bad title. I'm pretty sure they added it just to make it just to spruce it up for the American market. Or maybe they just didn't was it on Netflix? It is on I think Amazon Video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cuz maybe they're trying to differentiate it from a movie on Netflix called Cargo, Probably. which is a great zombie movie. Great zombie movie. I'll have to catch it. I like a good zombie movie. But this one was a space movie. Um, Takes place in the future. Earth is, you know, unlivable. So most people are trying to make their way to a new planet called Rhea, where like the environment is completely clean. And but you got to have money to like get there. It's it's a long. It's kind of like Elysium. A little bit, yeah. Just like a lot farther away, you know. And it's not, and it's not just you know the rich. It's like. You can be a regular smoke, but you gotta, you gotta save up. It's like essentially, it's just like buying a house. You know, you gotta save up that initial amount in order to get your foot into the door. So yeah. anyway, and I believe the this movie is the first offering from a Swiss sci-fi studio. So it was, um, so it was really interesting. The pacing. So the plot's got a lot of holes in it. Oh. Ah. Uh? Ah, uh, come on. No? No. I, I'm living with that joke. I'm taking it to school. I'm buying a lunch. <laughs> I'm giving you the Tony Stark face when he was talking to the Guardians. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the we're all going to die face. Yeah. <laughs> Another great part that I yeah, just love I more and more. Oh, quick... Uh, Quick side note from my uh, review of Cargo, uh, Space is Cold. Um, when we saw Infinity War in the theater and Tony first got to Titan and him and after the misunderstanding between him and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, in the theater, I remember in the background seeing both Mantis and Drax bouncing up and down in the weak gravity 
when I see it on digital at home, it's only Mantis. That's some Mandela effect shit, man, because I don't remember that. Really? Uh, Mandela, Mandela effect. Um, yeah, I don't remember Drax ever jumping. Huh. It's only Mantis. And by the way, I, I don't know. If that movie is so full of great performances. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. Um, yes. yes, it is. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be nominated for an Oscar because, you know, the, the Oscars have created a new category for popular movies. Do you Thank know that? You. I did not know yeah. that. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, that movie's such so good, of, uh, so full of good performances. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Because if you catch Peter Parker's reaction to Mantis, Mantis jumping up and down, <laughs> he is... Like his, like I've I've just noticed his reactions to everything in, within that that whole exchange because when he looks at Mantis, he's just like he 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 kind of tilts his head, and I can almost see his expression being like, "Oh my God, what is this?" <laughs> um, like he like he's seen like think about it from his perspective. He's seen so many alien movies, right? Spider-Man, Peter Parker has seen so many alien movies as a kid because he's, we already know he's seen Empire Strikes Back. He's seen the alien movies mm -hmm. and um, he's had this idea of what uh, intelligent life from other worlds could be, right? Yep. And instead he runs into these assholes that are just goofballs that are just like, they're not taking the end of all reality seriously, like at all. And this is his first time ever off world. Yeah. And he's not even out of high school. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was jeez. Oh, that's so that's so well put, man. <laughs> like when he when he talks to Star Lord and uh Star Lord's like, um what what is that what is that thing that oh yeah, when when no, not Star Lord, when he goes when uh, Tony Stark goes, um, uh, what what exactly do you guys do? And then Mantis is like, we take ass, we kick names. And Drax goes, that's right. Yes. And, <laughs> but he says it so low, he's so, just like, yeah, like, that's right. That's right. And then just readjusts yeah, himself. Yeah, readjusts himself <laughs> to look all cool. And then Tony Stark's got like that, oh, my God, we're all going to die. But if you look at Peter Parker's face... Peter Parker's mind is like blown. He's like looking off into the distance, like, oh, what? <laughs> like, imagine like hearing somebody from another planet say that. It's like, oh my God, this? <laughs> like, it makes you disappointed with the universe. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that part where, um, uh, Star-Lord brings up the movie Footloose. No, no, no. He, he's talking about something, and Peter Parker goes, like, Footloose? And he's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is Tell him about the dance-off to save the universe. It's like, is that still the best movie ever made? And Peter, it, it, Peter's not even on camera. He's just like, it never was. And, <laughs> and then Star-Lord's face is just like, he's like uh, <laughs> no, no. You're wrong. Like, oh, man. I love Chris Pratt's performance. I love, like, that dude, Chris Pratt, is... He's just a great actor. He man. really is. Um, both him and the actress that plays uh, Mantis, Palm Clementiff, mm -hmm. uh, 
but Chris Pratt, I've seen him since he was in the show that I always recommend to you, Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch it, man. That show is fucking amazing. Um, and, like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, like, he's he's a different version of that character. He's even more of a goofball, if you can even believe that. Mm-hmm. But his performance in that show, plus everyone else's performance on that show, is amazing. If you're looking like for a really like just a funny ass show that reminds you kind of like a, a live action Simpsons, just watch that show. Oh shit! I I'm like really that. I'm really pimping out that show. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, cargo space is cold. <laughs> Sorry. Is, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's my fault yeah. as well. Um, it's a really good sci-fi epic because it explores it explores people's expectations of where they think their fate is ultimately going and then sort of pulls the rug out from under you. Um, It does fall into some of the typical sci-fi space tropes of, you know, people are in space and then something bad happens, you know? Yeah, of course, right, right. And and then, you know, people being people. Right, right. Um, But it's... It's, Is it one of those movies where the scientists on the ship are really smart they're scientists right and then once shit hits the fan they turn into teenagers of a slasher movie um not exactly but sort of in that line it's like you people (laughs) people are people who have certain roles on those ships you know there's a captain there's security there's there's a doctor um and everybody knows their role until things go wrong and then okay. and then other things get revealed so gotcha. you know sort of along the same lines okay but i definitely recommend a viewing of this all right i'll definitely check it out i mean the last movie you recommended to me that was like a netflix sci-fi movie was uh was it called the titan oh yeah uh-huh. um which i didn't like but i the thing uh, is so weird with that movie <laughs> that movie um it's always that that guy, that lead. That guy is like the most blandest actor on the face of the planet. Why do they keep giving that guy roles? What's his name again? Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. And Mr. Avatar himself. Yeah. Avatar. Well, they, I guess some studios want somebody who is so featureless that they can sort of cast anything onto him. So that you remember the character more than you remember him. Yeah, possibly. Kinda, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that be, movie, being kind of hard on him, but yeah. yeah, that movie like the Titan. I liked the concept. Yeah, and uh, I liked some of the scenes, but overall, I, I just I, it's one of those weird movies where I can't fully say that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like I wouldn't recommend that movie to anybody, but. Because I think people actually should kind of watch that movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good rainy day movie. Yeah, I would say I would say that too. I'm good in concept. Yeah. Exactly. There was only one scene that I felt really got to me that I felt was, you know, dipping its toe into what I feel sci-fi should actually be, and it was the reveal when they find. Oh, spoiler alert! In case you you want to watch it, when by the time. Um, Sam Worthington and one other crew member finish their metamorphosis into this sort of hybrid creature that is supposed to be um, 
evolved and suitable toward uh, the planet Titan, uh, which is yeah, one of the moons right. of Jupiter. Um, the reveal, it's like they're in a dark room and their families are there to see what they've become and they turn the lights on and they're just creatures at that point. Yeah. And that part kind of like creeped me out, but I really loved it because it was just like, oh, all right, we've we've crossed into like a different reality here like yeah. i mean in real life imagine if you saw your most loved your most loved one take this on and then you see them different like that that would jar you so profoundly yeah yeah but the rest of it yeah yeah it's just yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of those movies that i really wanted to like i like the the, the what's her name Fuck! Why can't I, rem- I remember her name? She actually should have been the lead, the actress from Game of Thrones. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. God, they should stop giving these roles to these bland actors, man. Yeah, um, they're afraid to take a chance with somebody other than you know status quo. Yeah, let's put it that let's way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, well, we're out of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Gotta start wrapping it up. All right. Well. Folks, thanks for being with us this week. Hopefully, you'll be with us next week. Hopefully, there's a world here. Oh, geez. Uh, you know, I'm trying to leave it off light. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to follow that up. So I'll just say, from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a a, a well ventilated. A cool day <laughs> and uh yeah just find a mall and stay in there and get chill but don't go into a chopping mall song of the week a game of chess is like a sword fight you must think first before you move Tone style is immensely strong and immune to nearly any weapon when it's properly used it's almost invincible I'ma give it to ya, with no trivia Roll like cocaine straight from Bolivia My hip-hop will rock and shock the nation Like the Emancipation Proclamation We MCs approach with slang is dead Them eyes are running to the wall and bang your head I push a force, my force you're doubting I'm making devils cower to the caucus mountain Well I'm a sire, I set the microphone on fire Rap styles vary and carry like Mariah I come from the Shaolin slum And the ally I'm from is coming through with enough niggas Enough guns, so if you wanna come sweating Stressing, contesting you got your soft swords at the midsection. Don't talk the talk if you can't walk the walk. Phony niggas are outlined and chalk. I'm Advex, is what the projects made me. Rebel to the grain, there's no way to barricade me. Steamroller niggas like an 18 wheeler with the drunk driver driving. There's no surviving. Rough like Timberland, where? Yeah, me and the clan and yo, the land cruisers out there. Peace to all the crooks, all the niggas with bad looks. Ball head braids, blows his hook. We pack home text, nigga play the max. Black axe, drug dealing styles with fat stacks. Only been a good nigga for a minute though, cause I got to get my props and win it. Yo, I got beef with commercial ass niggas with gold teeth, lampin' in a Lexus seat and beef. Straight up and down, don't even bother. I got 40 niggas up in here now who kill niggas for me. My people's all you with me where you at? In the front, in the back, kill the bees on the tap. My people's all you with me where you at? Smoking meth, hitting caps on the block with the gap. Here I go, deep tight flow. Jack you stole, can never get this. No, I'm Terry Bomb and shit. Boom, that's warming up a little bit. Rapping in is what's happening. Keep the pockets stacking in, hands clapping in. 
you move my body. Gotta get up and be somebody. Grab the back of home, put strength to the bone, dan dan dan, until the Wu Tang zone. Sure enough, when I rock that stuff, hop hop, I'm gonna catch up, 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 kicking rhymes like Jim Kelly or Alex Kelly. I'm a m- beetle belly rhymes, coming raw style, hardcore. Niggas be coming to the hip hop store, coming to buy grocery from me. Turn out to be a hip hop MC. The law, in order to enter the Wu Tang, you must bring the whole dirty bastard type slang. Represent the Jizza, Abbott, Ruza, Shot Quan, Inspect the Deck, Dirty Ho, getting low with his flow. Introduced in the ghost, face killer. No one could get it lie. My people's all you with me where you at? In the front, in the back, killer bees on attack. My people's all you with me where you at? Smoking meth, hitting cats on the block with the gas. Speaking of the devil's sight, no it's the guard, get your shit right. Make a trifle, yo, I killed you in a past life. On the mic while you was kicking that fast shit. You and Nick tried again and got blasted. Half-mastered ass style, mad rough chest. When I struck, I had on Tim's in the black mask. Remember that shit? I know you don't remember Jack. That night, yo, I was sitting like a spike bat. And then you thought I was bugged out and crazy. Strapped for nonsense, after me became lazy, yo. Nobody budged while I shot slugs. Never shot dogs, I'm running with dogs that flood mugs. So grab your A plus one, start flipping. And tripping, niggas is jetting, I'm licking off, son. Death is a penalty, one justifies the homicide when he dies in his own iniquity. It's the master of the mantis rapture coming at you. We have an APB on an MC killer. Looks like the work of a master. Evidence indicates that a stature. Merciless like a terrorist, hard to capture the flow. Changes like a chameleon, plays like a friend and stabs you like a dagger. This technique attacks the immune system, disguised like a lie, paralyzing the victim. You scream as it enters your bloodstream, erupts your brain full of pain. These doors contain moving on a nigga with the speed of a centipede and ninja. Any motherfucking contender. My people's all you with me where you at? In the front, in the back, killer bees on attack. My people's all you with me where you at? Smoking meth, hitting cats on the block with the gas.